Welcome to the Essentially You podcast, where we explore the science of happiness and well-being to help coaches and coaching leaders bring out the best in themselves and those they serve. If you're looking for new approaches to serve your clients or looking to create a culture of positivity and well-being in your organization, join me, Mark Mathia, on a journey of discovery and inspiration. One of my former coaches, Christian Simpson, said this to a group of us one time. He said, you're much more than a coach, and you are so much more than an elite coach. None of this is hyperbole, and none of this happens by chance. I believe that's so true, and as a coach and coaching leader, we need to understand who we are. We're individuals who help others achieve personal and professional growth by providing guidance, support, and sometimes direct feedback when asked. We work with people to identify their strengths, weaknesses, and clarify goals by providing them with tools that help them reach their full potential. You see, a coach allows clients to develop self-awareness, build resiliency, and overcome obstacles. And to be a great coach, you must be highly skilled in a number of things like active listening, communication, problem solving, and you need to be able to create an illuminated safe space to process, plan, and strategize in a positive and supportive way. Ultimately, a coach or a coaching leader is dedicated to helping others succeed and achieve their goals. However, the coaching work begins before the coaching session happens. And this area of coaching preparation is rarely taught, even in the best coaching programs. The truth is that preparing others for their first coaching session will set a tone for successful coaching relationship, which is really important. It doesn't matter whether we're an internal or external coach. These preparation practices will amplify our ability to positively impact those we work with and who are new to coaching so that they can show up prepared and ready to grow. Hey, for this podcast, when I talk about the people we work with, whether they're peers, coworkers, or coaching client, I'm just going to refer to them as talent, all right? Just the talent. Okay, but here's some tips that can help us prepare our talent or the people we're working with for their very first coaching session. Okay, before the first session, make three points of contact. Now, as a former U.S. Army tanker, we talked a lot about three points of contact. We were taught to always maintain three points of contact with our body when on top of the tank. And this reduced the likelihood of falling off and cracking our skulls. And I think that's a good idea for coaches as well. Before the first session, try to make three points of contact. You define them however it fits for you, but I would say make sure they vary in modality. So you could do things like this. Send a client a warm and welcoming email. Introduce yourself. Set your expectations for the session. You could conduct a pre-call. I like to do them with no agenda, but just answer questions and maybe even share a few stories about how others, not to name others, but how others have used their time in the coaching experience. And you could consider sending a short article or book review, just a little bit of recommended reading to help them mentally prepare for the professional development that lies ahead. The second thing I'd recommend is providing a coaching agreement. Now, if you're an ICF certified coach like myself, you know all about coaching agreements. I look at them in two very distinct ways, a formal coaching agreement that outlines the coaching process, fees, best practices, that kind of stuff. If you're internal, you won't always have those. But it's important to especially talk about confidentiality. Now, this ensures that the the talent and the coach or the boss and the follower are on the same page 
In professional coaching, agreement should be utilized on every engagement. Now, the first is that formal agreement. The second is what I call the informal agreement, which is equally important. And in each session, I always like to begin with a session agreement. And this is done at the beginning of the session just to make sure that the talent shows up and the person being coached is in charge of what the learning is, not the coach. So in setting the agreement, what's the best use of our time today? And then once the talent owns that agreement, the coach works really hard to keep the conversation directed towards that treat of that agreement. However, we know that pivots sometimes happen. We have to go in different directions, especially as a seasoned coach, you begin to see patterns and you can help, but you need to get permission mid-agreement to change the agreement and pivot to a different one. And that's simply done by asking permission and making sure that you start with the agreement. And when you move into a different area, just say, it looks like we've slid into a different area. Can we adjust the agreement to include that? If given permission, it's absolutely okay. All right, number three is ask the client to complete questionnaires. I know questionnaires are kind of the first line of defense, but I really like questionnaires because I think they help me understand the talent's goals and challenges and expectations they may have from the coaching process. I think they're really powerful for us to start the practice of mindfulness for the talent as they consider the questions we ask them. And by asking clients to complete those before their first session, we'll come to the session with valuable insights on their goals and, and their challenges and their expectation. And this can be used to help in those agreements and tailor those coaching sessions to the client's needs and desires. And it also gives us a way to measure and help make sure that they're achieving their goals effectively. Additionally, completing a questionnaire can help with their own self-awareness and decision-making progress. And that's great just to start. So overall, I, I think questionnaires are an excellent way for coaches to promote mindful consideration and get them used to kind of thinking internally as they get ready for their first coaching session. Four is create boundaries. I just believe everything is better with boundaries. So I say set boundaries, including what the talent can expect and and should need if like a referral exists. So this is important. Coaching has limits. Coaching is not counseling. Coaching is not mentoring. And so each of those is very important, but they serve a very different focus. Uh, function. See, a coach believes that all answers exist within the talent. They model self-discovery and appreciative inquiry techniques. A counselor is different. They work towards root causes and healing trauma from past wounds to get them to be able to move forward. Now, I believe everyone needs a counselor as much as a coach, but coaches are not counselors and nor should they be. So sometimes a referral needs to happen. And so I do, I, I think coaches should work with counselors, especially when it comes to referrals, if you're in that situation, but it's helpful to have that in kind of the boundary set up front so you know what to expect. And mentors are different as well. Let me just say that they offer wisdom and advice. They're Unlike coaching, many mentors are kind of the been there, done that, and they help people avoid some of the same mistakes. They're all great things, mentorship, coaching, counseling, but they're different modalities. And we need to understand proper coaching boundaries. That way we set the stage for deep learning. And our final one is creating safe spaces. Now, creating a safe and non-judgmental space for the client to share their thoughts and ideas is so important in coaching. But 
because this helps them build trust and feel comfortable in opening up. When creating safe spaces for our clients, we have to check our ego at the door. It's so essential. As a coach, you must remain open-minded and non-judgmental, allowing our talent or the people we're working with to share their thoughts and feelings about like, like, like raw without feeling like we're evaluating them. This requires a certain level of humility and willingness to see things from your client's perspective, even if they differ from your own. And creating a safe space means putting your client's needs first and making them feel heard and supported. Doing so can establish a strong foundation for a successful coaching relationship built on trust and respect. Friends, Coaching has become an increasingly popular tool for personal and professional development, and for good reason. The power of coaching lies in its ability to help individuals clarify goals, identify strengths, note weaknesses, develop new skills and strategies to achieve success. Coaching and coaching alone provides a safe and supportive space for individuals to explore their thinking explore what's challenging them, explore new opportunities, and receive necessary guidance along the way. Then they're able to take purposeful action towards whatever that desired outcome is. With coaching, individuals can overcome obstacles, build resiliency, and achieve full potential. And I love that when it comes to helping people. The popularity of coaching is a testament to its effectiveness as more and more people continue to recognize the value of investing in their personal and professional growth through coaching. Now, the key, the key is to make sure your client feels comfortable and prepared for their very first session. Doing this, this simple thing can help us create a successful coaching relationship. It helps our clients and the talent we serve lead and achieve their goals to the best of their abilities. And now it's your turn to get out there and thrive in life. If you've liked what you've learned, would you consider subscribing to this podcast and leaving a review? I'd really appreciate it. And if you have anything you would like addressed, you can reach out to me, Mark Mathiah, at mark at markmathiah.com. And until next week, I'm cheering for you.